everybody, and welcome to Gank That Drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. This is season two, episode three, Simon Said, and no exit. Of course, in every episode of Gank That Drink, you know that we're going to be assigning ourselves some drinking game rules and playing along with the ever, I've been hearing this word a lot lately, and I'm I'm a little uncomfortable using it, but I'm going to call it supple. I'm going to call the show supple and subtle. And magnificent television show, Supernatural. Mm. Yes. So those that's, like those it. are descriptive words. But we're going to be playing along with those drinking game rules, with those episodes. And then afterwards, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. We're going to talk about how the rules played out uh, and how much we like them. And we're going to talk about the episodes and our quest to curate the perfect season two drinking game. I am comedian Chrissy Lenz. And with me, as always... Is comedian Nate McWhorter. <laughs> and tonight we're watching uh, season two, episode five, episode 27 overall, Simon Said, aired October 26th, 2006, 3.65 million viewers. So we're not, I mean, we're doing good, but we're just hanging on this season. Uh, and then episode 28 overall, six of this season, no exit. It's a Kim Manners episode, November 2nd, 2006. All right. Spoiler alert. But yes, in case you were wondering, we will be talking about the episode in its entirety. So we'll be, there's going to be spoilers and it's yeah. a show you've had 12 years to watch. It is. Well, and also like if you made it this far into season two of this podcast right. and like obviously you you're, know. you're watching along. But if it's your first episode, we'll, Hi. Be, we'll be doing spoilers. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Um, okay, so we are continuing to play in our cumulative attempt this season. Uh, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. If you are confused about how either of the boys are getting Wi-Fi in their current location, take a drink. Rock salt. If the boys have to use rock salt, take a drink and you take two drinks if it does not work. Right. Concussion. Take a drink if one of the boys, or just anyone, definitely got some brain damage, brain injury going on. That's a two-drinker. Yeah, that's a two-drinker. Although I think we've only been playing it as one drink. Yeah, Uh, because it happens a lot. A lot. Slam! Anytime something slams, take a drink, and that's one you got to watch out for, because a lot of things slam. Toxic masculinity! Discussed them last episode. If there is any sort of toxic masculinity, or assumed, or presumed, or any time it can be debated, take a drink. Cut yourself for a spell. If anyone has got to cut themselves for the spell, which every hunter in the world should know who's a hunter, because they all mm-hmm. should have sliced palms constantly. Yep, they should always have a bandage on yeah. that. That's a two drinker. Someone dies. If someone dies, so this is our new one. one We're adding this week. Someone dies, take a drink, and then if you didn't know their name, take two drinks. Or if you just can't remember it. Yeah, if you just can't remember what their name was. Yeah. And then uh, I'm adding the rule: themed hotel. All your rules are doubled for the episode if the boys are staying in a themed hotel room. Should have let off with that one, so that we knew what all the other points were for going into (laughs) today. All right, so that is uh, what we're playing this episode. We're going to go watch Simon Said and No Exit, and we will be right back. And we're back. Those were interesting. Yeah. Um, Which one do you want to be in charge of? 
Uh, I'll do the first one. Simon, Simon said. says, which as we noted at the very beginning, we kind of remember this is similar to uh, X-Files episode called. It's very similar yeah. to an X-Files episode called Pusher. Yes. Um, but the basic gist of this one is we start out, we see the, a dude uh, who's just walking down the street and then all of a sudden gets the urge after talking on a cell phone to go in and uh, shoot up. I guess he should have shot himself in the gun store? Or did he no, just, he, he shot... I guess he did shoot yeah, himself. he just shoots himself in the gun store because like, yeah. that's what ends up being the whole point of this episode is these... Mm-hmm these people that are involved with well we'll get to it okay so uh that's how we start out was this guy but then it turns out it's a vision mm-hmm. from sam that's what it's a sammy vision is which what we is find out. exactly like that episode in season one yes. with the kid with, who's making right. people commit suicide yep yep so we're, we're rehashing some some mm-hmm. openers here but anyway uh we they, the boys go to check out this town to try and stop this man from going to the gun store uh but before that and everything in all that we find out we find cool van guy which is what i labeled him uh, who is our first supernatural being yep. uh he can jedi mind trick get anyone to do anything he wants he kill graves him by speaking uh, yes. if you're going by jessica jones character rules um Correct. And so we see him and he's got this cool like hippie van with mm-hmm. an awesome like Xeno warrior riding a polar bear painted on the side of it and just a shagging wagon with a disco ball and all this like he's living his best life he is and he's he's like he says several times like why would i why would i've I got have, everything yeah, that i need i have i have the van <laughs> what yeah. else do i need what else do i need um but it turns out he has an evil twin brother um, we find this out through a bunch of records because this whole time we're we're realizing that this is one of the special children mm-hmm. that is that uh, the yellow-eyed demon has chosen. That's born the same year as Sam had lost its lost a parent uh, in fire in fire and all this. And it and actually in this episode we watch the real mother of our first of I, I forget the character's name but cool van guy's real mom mm-hmm. actually i guess both their real moms because they're twins uh she like douses herself at a gas station and we get which this is whole, also like, something exactly that happens in pusher yes yes the and, X-Files episode. And, and we just we get the whole cool like dousing and, and which by the way the whole gas station doesn't explode even though this woman is on fire around a bunch of gas tanks but whatever <laughs> whatever we didn't have the budget for that i guess uh, and then they eventually, uh, here's the cool, here's the interesting thing. So this is uh, kind of what I want to maybe dive into a little bit is that Dean, uh, is affected by these, these guys, but Sam is not. Right. Which obviously is probably cause Sam is one of them mm-hmm. and they can't use it. They can't use their powers on him, I guess. Well, yeah, but whatever makes him psychic and have the visions is obviously like protecting him or insulating him from yeah. their Jedi mind tricks. Yeah. And so that's what, you know, we get this tense moment at the end when they're trying to take this guy out and he's got, uh, he's got the girl, the, the love interest on the bridge trying to get her to jump off and our hero psychic cool van guys trying to stop him. He ends up shooting him before he can get Dean to shoot himself. Cause Dean's in the woods trying to be a sniper, mm-hmm. I guess. Dean's yeah, a sniper. Gene, Dean knows Dean's how to be casually a sniper. from hundreds of yards away trying yeah. to take this guy out. Uh, and then the guy makes Dean turn the gun on himself, and just in time, cool van guy shoots his brother. And that's that's kind of where it ends, but we end just in the car with some 
some good talking. Yep. Well, and, and what they're talking about basically is like, and Dean gets Kilgraved yes. into telling the truth. Yes. Uh, and he he says, you know, I we think that you these kids might be killers, and Sam thinks he might be a killer, and I'm trying hard to convince him that he's not, but deep down, I think maybe he might be, and. But I'm really, I'm terrified. Yeah, he reveals all of that. And then yeah. so that's kind of their thing is that Dean is sort of fighting for Cool Van Kid to not be the bad guy. Right. And Sam, uncharacteristically, is like, no, he's a killer. you got to believe me. Like, he's unsavable. And that comes from Sam's, like, self-hatred of himself. Yeah. A, a lot, well, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Because he feels like, I can't be trusted. Like, I don't know why I'm having these powers. Should I even be allowed to live? Like, that's why I feel a lot that I feel like we're getting from Sammy. Because he doesn't know what's happening to him. He doesn't know why these things are happening. He's still fresh off of the losing dad and losing, obviously, like everybody in his life. And he's like, well, if I'm just like this guy and he's killing everybody around him and people all around me seem to be dying. Like, that's where I feel like that sentiment is coming from yeah. Sammy. Is that well, and it, it, even though Cool Vian guy doesn't end up being the bad right. guy in this episode... He ultimately kills his brother, and so Sam's like, see, if you push someone hard enough, they'll do bad things. Ugh. This is a wholly skippable oh, episode. absolutely. Don't watch this episode. <laughs> Unless you want to watch weird, like, brony, not brony, but just, like, bro-chacho. Bro-chacho? Uh, Eli- Elijah Wood. Oh, yeah, like, that's what I mean. I wrote down, that, like, just in that one scene in the car... The bad guy looks like king-size Elijah Wood. Yeah. Like if Elijah Wood had human proportions. So how did our rules hit in this episode? Or I guess we don't we, we weren't keeping track per episode, but I get there weren't yeah. a lot of rules in the first episode. I feel like we were drinking a lot. Um they played Sound Garden in the first episode, which I thought was a little strange. They played some Sound Garden. And I thought there was one other one they played. I think they played some Twisted Sister in the in the next oh, episode, or is that who it is? The oh, your mama's all right. Oh no, your that's a right. thirty-eight special, I believe. Okay, yeah. that was in the next episode, which was no exit. On, okay, so whenever they show exteriors of the roadhouse, it looks ridiculous. <laughs> There's literally nothing else anywhere near it, and it looks like. It's just a facade. Like, it just looks, it looks so like the fake. fake. Like the fake town in Blazing Saddles at yeah. the end of Blazing uh-huh. Saddles. Like, if you just knock it over. It, it would just, just fall maybe, over. It probably would. It's probably just built. Um, so the boys go to the roadhouse and discover Ellen and Joe bickering. Because Joe wants to go investigate a lead. And Ellen won't let her. So the boys agree to take all Joe's hard work and go do the job for her because they are men and they have penises and therefore they're she more wasn't being allowed to, apt go to be able mom. to complete that job. Uh, so when they get, so basically what's happening is that women are disappearing from this particular apartment complex. Um, and, but there's it going back about 80 years and it's just this weird, it only happens every so often. So, Nobody else is putting it together, but Joe did. So they go there. Of course, Joe tags along, and it's the three of them 
eventually discovering that this particular vengeful spirit is none other than H.H. fucking Holmes. Bam! Which, it's a huge leap in logic to be like, oh, H.H. Holmes, who famously built a murder castle and had hidey holes in the walls and pits where he could keep women. Oh, he just happened to uh, be laid to rest at an exact same place. <laughs> he didn't build this apartment complex. No, no. Well, no, but they even but they said it in Philadelphia. They don't said it in Chicago where he lived. He so he lived in Chicago. That's where the murder castle is. Right, that's is. where the murder castle is, but he This is Right, but he was hanged in Philadelphia. Right. So I don't And on the site where right. he was hanged there was just they built an the, apartment complex right. that just happened to have weird hidey holes in the walls and human-sized metal coffins in the in adjacent the sewer. In the, yeah, that was the that was the one part of this that didn't like I could have understood, I don't know. Where did that, where did that, they never explained where that came from, what that room was, or like that, it was next that to the That chamber building. in the sewer, right. yeah. It was just in the lot next door, which mm-hmm. happened to be empty, mm-hmm. right? In Philadelphia, come on now, there's no empty lots, just chilling, especially if they got, anyway, anyway. And they just pop it open, and it's like, oh, anyone can go down here, this is just a normal, like, bomb shelter, basically, yeah. is what yeah. it was. But it's just, they never explained that. That's what, uh, in the episode. They have it doesn't the, make they any have, sense. They have the blueprints, so I'm assuming they found it from the blueprints. Yeah, uh, Sammy finds it on the on the larger city blueprints, but but like, why would H. H. Holmes be allowed to haunt a place that? But I think okay, know, because it's in the lot next to it, right? And they said the lot next to it used to be the prison. That's where he was hanged. Right. Okay. So my theory is that while he was in that prison, he either built and or knew there was this room underneath, so then like. He when couldn't he, have built anything. He was a prisoner. But when he became a spirit, he knew that that room existed and Don't used Don't do their room. work for them, I'm Nate. just Don't saying. Don't do their work for them. <laughs> it's a possible explanation. Um, and so, anywho, they, of course, you know, Joe gets captured and has to be rescued and then has to be used Because she bait. volunteered to go down into the vent. She volunteered to go down into the vent, and the dude happened to be down there. And so they end up trapping the ghost of H. H. Holmes in a in a circular room that has salt everywhere, and then they fill the sewer up with cement, which also doesn't make any doesn't damn make sense. Any sense at all. It would take more than one cement truck. Where the hell is Dean getting a cement truck? That's expensive. How does he you know, know how, how to drive a cement, cement truck? Anyway, he's a sniper um, slash cement truck driver. Everyone knows he has this. so many skills. Uh, and then when we get back to the roadhouse, of course, Ellen is furious. Oh, she no, she flies out to them to Philadelphia. She yeah. flies to Philadelphia, which is something I don't buy either. Because like Joe's excuse of how she got away from Ellen was by saying that she was going to Vegas. She's going to go. Oh, sorry, mom. We had this big fight. I'm just going to go to Vegas from Nebraska. Don't ask any questions or Wyoming or wherever they're at. And it's I like, why would I? There's no way Ellen would let her go to Vegas. No, not after a big fight about you can't go hunt. Yeah, no. Anyway, um, so Ellen is furious, and Ellen reveals to Joe, who reveals to Dean, that John Winchester was the hunter that the, Joe's father, Ellen's husband, had been with, and he got 
him killed somehow, and they decide to blame Sam and Dean for this. And therefore, they cannot be trusted. Right. Which really, they should have come with that instinct. They might still be alive. Oh, well. (laughs) Future spoilers. Future, future Um, spoilers. Okay, but so I like I think you should watch this episode just to be like, what? They did an H. H. Holmes episode, and to get a little bit more backstory on Ellen and Joe. Um, but there are some kind of gross things in this episode. Like I don't really like the way that they sort of pit Dean and Joe in like this moonlighting, will they or won't they kind of romance. Like right. at one point, he's being very brotherly and protective of her but they're down they're in the walls and he has to like slide past her and there's this, this really badly written terrible joke where he's like oh i should have cleaned the pipes and you know because she's sliding across the front of him and then she's like what what are you saying you know the, the pipes down here they're gross and dusty it's come on oh, i didn't even catch that, that that was like a something he would i didn't get that at all I just thought he was complaining about the the pipes being dusty. No, nope. all that he was trying. It to was do. like when she was having to squeeze past him in a wall. Why would you say oh, I had to clean the pipes? Though I'm confused. Because that's like an expression that dudes say when they're like, "Oh, this is too sexy. I should have definitely." I've never heard that in my life. Um, I just don't hang out with the right people. I guess, I or like hang out with. You've the never right seen people. the movie Cabin Boy. No. But I feel like they uh, they do this with Dean and Joe throughout their whole relationship as this weird, like, mm-hmm. it's not a will-they-won't-they. They. It's a, he treats her like, they treat each other like siblings, but then have weird bits of romance, like, thrown mm-hmm. in. And it's mm-hmm. just always confusing and off-putting. Yeah. Every time. I agree. Um, confusing, off-putting, and kind of gross. Uh, so there's also a part where the, whoever the actor is who's playing H.H. H. Holmes does a lot of like really delicate hand work like he's always just like really flexing his fingers as if he's about to do close up magic for these girls <laughs> and of course his hands are like disgusting and black and like he has these long fingernails and it's gross I think the most uncomfortable moment of both these episodes is when he's just like sliding that gross greasy black hand down Joe's arm it's like too real and too gross um but of course like I think it's so weird and uncharacteristic and maybe I'm wrong but like why would they do a well-known serial killer right that's yeah they went from doing like the first season which is urban legends well but it this was season they're kind of all over the place it was the spirit of the serial killer. I, th- I think it was honestly, I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to do it. Because the way they get to H.H. Holmes was super random too, remember? Because they're like, oh, let's get a list of all the people who were executed at mm-hmm. the prison. Oh, here's a list of 100, we call Ash. And we get a list of like 180 people mm-hmm. who were executed. And as we're just scrolling through, we it, Sammy happens to see... H.H. H. Holmes' real name, Sammy, which is who is a dedicated murderino, who knows, <laughs> who know, just can, knows you on sight. Knew the actual, because his last name is not Holmes, knew right. the actual last name of H.H. H. Holmes, mm-hmm. 
spotted it out of that whole list just scrolling through it and was like oh here's our guy and then the boys turn 100% Karen and Georgia and they're just like well let me tell you and did you know he was buried in case of cement and did you know he did this and did you know he did that and blah 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 and Joe's like who is H.H. Holmes and they're just like oh, blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't believe that there's any world in which Sam and Dean would be interested in serial killers right no. they would why would they be they interested know, in yeah. human killers? Yeah. Why do they know everything about H.H. H. Holmes? I have no idea. Which you spent some time on the Wikipedia page yes, while the episode much was on. pretty much most of that episode I spent on the Wikipedia page. and Tell us all about it. Uh, I mean, basically, he was just a dude in Chicago who bought a bunch, who, who built an apartment complex after working across the street for some time. Uh, bought a piece of land, built an apartment, and that became the murder castle where he... The Wikipedia article, I'll say, does not do a good job of going into detail of the murders. They just kind of yeah. gloss over some of the, the gory sides of it. But uh, it killed his the wife of his friend first, who he married. Like, he... A lot of just... He killed people close to him. He killed people far away from him. Killed people in different cities. Killed people in Canada. Stashed bodies in Canada. Uh, the Philadelphia sheriff who like tracked down the two people he murdered and and like dug into or like left buried three feet deep in some like basement in Canada. Like he said, like talked about when they were digging it up, the smell got worse and worse. And uh, of course, yeah, his body famously like cat he had cast into a bunch of concrete because he didn't want anyone to mutilate his corpse. And then in 2017, they actually exhumed his body because there was rumor that he was never actually executed. I'm sure this episode had a lot to do with that theory. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they checked it, and it was really well preserved because of the concrete, and his clothes were in great shape, and he did not decompose normally. His mustache was still intact. So H.H. H. Holmes, still looking fly after <laughs> 100 and... And I, I think, like, I'm, I'm perhaps I'm mistaken, but... I. I thought he mainly killed people for their money, and and you know of course he was a he was a terrible human being and a, and a right. So he stiffed people all the time. So he he would build these buildings and he would stiff people for the goods. He would stiff people for the labor. He got sued a bunch of times. He was arrested first in St. Louis for uh, for robbery uh, because he just took a bunch of supplies from this dude and never paid him for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he was actually but he didn't he also like kill women like yeah, marry killed, them and kill them yeah and... he would marry women and kill them or uh like kill their and we have a visitor on the podcast the doctor is in uh but he would yeah he would either marry them kill them or he would befriend their husbands kill the husbands then like marry adopt the, wife, the children like them. he had he had three children that he took in from a different family after killing the husband because the whole thing was he faked. It's really deep. There's a lot that went on. He like came up with a scheme while he was in prison to fake his own death to get the insurance money, but the insurance company became skeptical, and they shut it down. So then he got his friend to fake his own death, except he actually killed his friend so that it was actually a real death. His wife got the money. His wife had already agreed to give H.H. Holmes some of the money. She gave him the money. He then adopted three of her children, ended up killing two of them. <laughs> this guy was and and but like i said the quote that he said basically was just like i'm a murderer some people are poets i murder it's what i do he just he was a guy who knew what he was well and i 
and yeah. and death apparently too knew knew what he I wanted guess. to do. He wanted to murder. That's all the guy wanted to do. I just I but I also wonder like so they show that he's in the walls. He's taking the women through the walls. He's oozing up through the grates, which is also like I don't know if we said this already, but uh, also akin to another X Files episode uh, called Tombs, which like the ectoplasm oozing through mm-hmm. and the person living in the walls and coming through the grates. That's that's straight out of X Files. Yeah. Um, the black fingers coming through the grates. Yep. Yeah. Tombs. Um, but how does it work for the spirit who can theoretically move through objects to, how does he get well, the women into the sewer? Cause they sort of show him knocking one lady down on her ass and pulling her toward the grate. But is he like, is he like, hold on a second, unscrew the grate really like, you know, and before she comes to be like, okay, I just need you to bend a little bit. Like, yeah, I need you to just come on. I'm going to drag you unconscious through this grate. And then even in the end, they blast him with rock salt, but we know that rock salt doesn't keep, like, he just like strolls back in, whereas normally a spirit would probably just poof back into the mm-hmm. room, right? There's a lot of weird he does spirit poof. rules. He does poof does in behind poof her. In? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the spirit. The rules on demons and spirits and stuff are still being established. I feel in our mm-hmm. universe a little bit. We're still finding but just our like, way. Can some you of them. think of? Can you think of? A, and I know that you've only seen up till the very beginning of season eight. But can you think of other? I mean, I, I guess they do like Elliot Ness and they do Sam Colt and they do a little bit of time travel and they've got, of course, like. Um, so they do, but they, do they do, they do, do each, other well, they do famous like Wells. They, killers? But they don't do killers. I don't think I've ever. Seen, they, there's no like. No, not that I can think of that there would be. Didn't we have one in the last episode that was famous killer, Bloody Mary? Uh, Bloody Mary. I feel like those are all other like than urban just legends, more urban though. legends. Yeah, I mean we had the urban legend ones, but no, not that's coming to mind. You obviously have the. I mean, you have the Untouchables episode, but that's not a killer. That's just a regular dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, other than like actual people who lived in history, because like, don't they do an H.G. Wells? Hitler and Nazis from time to time. <laughs> Occasionally. 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 Yeah, I just, I don't know. It seems out of character for the show. I would agree. Because it doesn't seem like they're bad. I mean, they try to, maybe they just really wanted, the producers or writers just wanted to do an H.H. H. Holmes episode. And they're like, how can we How can we in? shoehorn this in here? He's a spirit. Because it could have just been a spirit. Right. Anyway. And if Joe did all that research... You don't think she over would have 80 been like... years of that of that building and it all being like women and like the trend and she she nothing that she would have been like oh this is next to the prison where H.H. H. Holmes was hanged maybe it's him all that research well, and that also she did. like yeah you'd think that it would be like if you googled that prison it'd be like oh yeah. this is the prison that hung H.H. H. Holmes we even got research from Ash and it didn't like he didn't say anything and no one was about like it. by the way like I don't I mean, that's not really what prisons do is, like, try and hide the famous people that they've executed. Like, yeah. I mean, otherwise Alcatraz wouldn't exist. Yeah. Uh, we still go there, visit it, give it money. Yep. Do tours. Go, Super oh, fun. Oh, wow. Interesting. Mm. We could we mm. could have turned it into Legoland San Francisco, but nope. Prison's still there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's talk about our rules. Um, they didn't hit a lot. They didn't hit a lot. Some hit. Some did. Okay, so, um, all right. Here's what we got. We got rock salt. Happened once for two drinks. And did not work. Slam. Well, I guess it did work. Happened 
once, although I think that we probably missed several slams. Uh, I was trying dies, to keep my eye out for happened it. three times. Yeah, someone died. I guess we didn't count the first girl in the cold open, though. She's dead. She she did. They don't find her. They don't rescue her. I thought that's the one they rescued. No, they rescue the second girl. Oh, yeah. They definitely don't. I'll drink now for her. Yep. And then toxic masculinity. In this episode, we counted five different instances, which include... Uh, the entirety of the twin brother mm-hmm. whose entire brother. stance on life was that if if he can't have his brother, no one else can. Um, he doesn't want anyone to get in the way of his relationship with his brother and he'll take out anybody who gets in his way. Um, we got Dean in that same episode asking for um, everybody to forget that he revealed his emotions. Uh then we've got twice Dean telling Joe that she can't possibly do the job or be a hunter or or do things well. Um, not Which, believing that right. she's done all this work right. or that she could possibly do it rightly. Right. Which I agree that it is toxic masculinity, but I did point out that Dean also tells everyone not to be a hunter. So. Well, but he's not so much telling her that she shouldn't be a hunter. He like... He he specifically doesn't believe that she's capable. But I, uh, of even doing research. Who put this together? <laughs> You're right. Okay, I get that part. But I'm just saying, like in general, Dean. I don't had think, to have been Ash. I don't think his and I. I don't think his whole re- reasoning for her not being a hunter is because she's a girl. I think it genuinely is because he literally tells everyone throughout the whole series, "Don't be a hunter. Stop hunting. Stop doing this." Because he thinks he's the only one. Who can and should do it, which is why he gets upset when Sammy's the one who saves the day a lot of times in the against the big bads, mm-hmm. right? Which is why he's always like scoffing because you know he's the one who's got the powers, or he's you know later on the things that Sammy does. Like, I feel like that's a big theme for Dean is that he just feels like because he should be the only one who sh- like it all should always be on him all the time, which is very toxic and masculine. I agree. He's trying to take on the burden, right? He's trying to take on the burden of it, but I think that the reason why he's telling her is like. Just don't be a hunter because I don't think anyone should be a hunter. He does the mm. same thing with Chrissy Chambers later on. But I honestly, I, I I hear that there are shades of what you're intimating, but there's also shades of him just not thinking right. that she. And could I agree be with I agree with that. I'm just saying. That, and he and he says to her at one point, and another one we counted was it was him just telling her straight up, "You don't know what you're doing. How could you possibly know what you're doing?" Like, yeah, which he also makes a point that she's You're an, an amateur. amateur which she is she's, she hasn't been hunting but th- that does not make her an amateur she's literally That's raised the definition as much as he is no but he was she wasn't raised on the road she was raised in the roadhouse hearing stories whereas he was raised traveling with john and actually like hunting things she was never they, they say that that she has never gone out and actually hunted well i think it's real dumb to tell someone that they can't do a job until they have experience and they can't get experience because they can't do the job until they have experience. That's dumb. But he grows from it. There should be apprenticeships. But he grows from it. And I guess eventually there are. And then uh, when, later on, when Ellen calls to say, like, I know she's there, you bastards. And he's like, oh, she's gone. She's doing a feminine business. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. come on. Just come on. That was bad writing. That's bad writing. And we're just calling it toxic humanity that they would blame Sam and Dean for something that they their father did that they didn't even know about. Yeah. 
They didn't even know about it. We have a real issue with that as humans. That's why we still fight wars. I guess so. Your grandpappy killed my grandpappy, and I hate you for it. Well, I guess we didn't really learn any lessons. <laughs> Did we learn any lessons? I didn't lessons? learn any lessons watching these. I think you should watch. I do have one more question. question no exit. Though. You think you should watch No Exit. You don't think you should watch Simon Says. Simon Says. Simon Says does, and, and I, I have a point to make. And Simon Said, past tense. Simon Said. Simon Said does have a lot of mythos stuff in it with the yellow with the finding about yellow the, you know, other demon. kids and oh, yellow oh demon. yeah because we didn't talk about the fact that the um king size elijah wood did not have the whole thing with the mom dying in the nursery correct so it's unknown so now it's off the table that you could just research anyone who's right. had a fire that killed their mom on their sixth month birthday which if that's not the most searchable thing um we yeah so we should talk about that so sometimes the yellow eyed demon kills the mom sometimes the yellow eyed demon who we have not re- yet revealed is azazel um yet and sometimes he doesn't so there's an infinite number perhaps of but we do hear kids. we do hear crazy guy say like the yellow eyed demon told me that mm-hmm. this, that i had to come find you or that i couldn't tell you or you know like, i had to wait till the right wait moment till the right moment so I will say, like, even though it is skippable, but here's what I'll say, is that everything that you're going to need to know from this episode is going to be covered in a, in a recap. In yeah. A, in a then. In the then section. and now, which now yeah. we get every time. Right. Um, they do, I wrote this down and made a note of it. They, they're still referring to the car as the Impala. Oh, he calls it baby. He calls it baby. Dean calls it baby. Because uh, he says they took baby. Sam he, calls it the which is a Impala. Great moment, which is a great moment when you he let takes, him take the Impala. You let him take the Impala, yeah. I love that moment when he's just like, Can I, that's a great model. Can I have your car? Yeah, sure, bud. Here you go. It's yeah. cool to see Dean just give it up. I really like that van. <laughs> I kind of really want van. that van. <laughs> it reminded me of like in Buffy when the the three nerds season, which is one of my favorite seasons, and they've got the van with the big Death Star. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it like the horn does the, um, think it plays the star trek theme um it's really great anyway i love that van um and then the other thing is that dean is really worried that if they go to the roadhouse and reveal that sam has these abilities that the hunters are gonna start like giving him the side eye i mean and ellen's like let me help i want to help if it affects you it affects all of us hunters aren't exactly the most tolerant people no they are definitely not (laughs) That so last, would, last episode, we met uh, Sterling K. Brown, the least tolerant hunter, yeah. the grumpiest hunter. But they, I wouldn't exactly be going into a hunter's bar and be like, hey, hey, he sees he sees death before it happens, and he goes into these spasms and headaches all the time, and yeah, no, no. That's, He's I a psychic. Especially because they don't have the tattoos yet. Yeah, no, that would be not, not a good idea. They so, don't have the tattoos yet? No, they don't have the tattoos yet, right? Mm. Sammy hasn't got. We haven't even got there yet. Mm. I don't think they have them. I don't know. Time is a flat circle, Nate. Well, what's next? Join us in two weeks for our next episode. That's season two, episode four. We're going to be watching Usual Suspects and Crossroad Blues. Crossroad Blues. We get our first Crossroad Demon. Crossroad Demon. Crossroad Demon. We're going to come up with a theme song for Crossroad Demon. I think we just did. (laughs) 
but do you have a suggestion for us just on anything at all? You got just... a you got a cocktail. You got a rule. You got something we missed. You want to take issue with my uh, lampooning of toxic masculinity? You don't like let how we know. pronounce certain words. Just whatever. Just let us know. You got something to say about H H Holmes? Yeah. Hit us on the Facebook. Send all your H H Holmes takes to at k dot lens on Twitter. <laughs> Um, uh, but the, yes, the, uh, most excellent Facebook group is a place to go. Most excellent pod.com. Leave us a review, like thumbs up, rate all of that jazzaroo. And if you're in the Phoenix area, you can find uh, Chrissy or my, and or myself at the national comedy theater at nctphoenix.com. Thanks yeah. for listening. We don't yeah. have any lessons, no lessons learned. learned. Remember Just... your gank that drank lessons learned. Skip the episode Simon said. <laughs> Watch the episode No Exit. That's right. And we will see you next time. Be Remember when you're out there? Remember when you're out there saving people and hunting things, you know. The family business. Keep the most excellent podcast. Motto? Most excellent podcast network. network Keep motto? the most excellent motto in mind. Be excellent to each other and party Party on, on dudes. dudes.